You're listening to The Bev Moore Show, broadcasting on the iHeart Network worldwide. I would like to welcome my guest, Dr. Malika Clary. Malika is a clinical psychologist, actress, director, and writer. Welcome to the show, Malika. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for that introduction as well. Oh, yes. Malika, you specialize in treating mentally challenged patients, which range from anxiety, depression, grief to anger, trauma, and self-destructive mood behaviors. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. Um, Anything in mental health um, or mental illness, Many the many different disorders out there it could be down to personality disorder and like you said anxiety depression. But I also um, provide therapy for couples, relationships, family relationships, mm-hmm. career path as well. Um, so it's many many different avenues that one will seek counseling for, um, <clears throat> and it's not and it also could be identity. You know, not everyone understands or knows or even alert what their identity is. So it's Mm -hmm. mainly just, you know, seeking counseling for finding what's going on with you. Or maybe something is going on with you that's not um, normal. Even if you're going through different types of midlife crisis or changes or menopause. I can counsel you on that as well because that's a change in your life. So it's really, I have, I know, huh? <laughs> I hit a button. There, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, men- menopause, menopause is a big one. I can tell you that. I mean, a lot of people yeah. have menopause and don't even understand it and don't even know it. No. <laughs> no, I don't. It, you know, but it's a changing. It's a change, you know, it's a body and, you know, chemical imbalance. Unfortunately, it's something that we do go through as women, but it is a change, and some people don't understand what that change mentally and physically can do to you. But I count wrong areas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's great. So you hit just about everything. Um, yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, how would you define the role of a of a psychologist? I mean, how would you define it? You know, it's. It's a professional because, you know, I have to mention about the schooling. I mean, it took me about 15 years to complete my schooling. So it's not something you could just go and be done in three years. It's just not going to happen. So you have to get that, you know, earn those degrees. So, for one, it's a professional degree. And, two, you know, as defining a psychologist, it's a person – an individual that you're able to talk to about your problems or about issues or even about, like I said, direction or what you want to do in your life. You know, sometimes you have friends and you think that, oh, they're, you know, good listeners and, you know, don't get me wrong, it's great to have friends, but they're not professional and sometimes they will give you information that may not be suited for you mentally. And it may just mm-hmm. be suited for you as a friend. Or maybe they don't want to tell you the truth. 
and because they don't want to jeopardize their friendship with you. A lot of people are like that. I mean, you, you're not going to go and tell somebody, hey, I don't think this is good for you because that person may not take that well. They may be offensive to that right off the bat because they may think that you're charging at them or, you know, picking on them. Right. So sometimes it's best to go to a professional because I, I don't have, and a lot of um, psychologists don't have emotional stake in it. We don't know you. We just know you as a client. So we're there to help you go through on some things that you, you want to get some explanation on. So that's what we do. We're dealing, we're problem solvers, but we're not trying to take any emotional um, strength from you. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We don't, and so there's a difference between a person who's a psychologist versus an individual who's not a psychologist. You know, we, we don't have a problem telling you that may not work out or you may want to do something different or let me, let me explain what I've heard from you. So we paraphrase a lot of things, too, with you. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between a psychologist and a person that's not a professional. And don't get me wrong, there are people that have similarity experiences, but they are experiences and they could correlate. But when it gets really deep in certain things, like one's background, you know, or where they're coming from and why they still have this issue, why they haven't uh, solved the issue within, you know, their situation, it may not be because of them like in the time, it may be because of what happened years, years, years ago, and they haven't um, dealt with it. And you, yeah. you, you have a friend that might not do that. They're not going to go back into the history and try to find out, well, maybe it's because of this. You're listening to The Bev Moore Show. We'll be back after the break. Morning face. You get it when you don't sleep well. This is what happened to Linda. Morning, guys. Good morning. Ah, what is that thing? It's me, Linda. Oh, my God, it talks. Run! No, it's me, Linda, from HR. It looks hungry. Save the children. Save them. What? Stay back. I've got mace. Ow, that went in my eyes. Quit moving. It's called beauty sleep for a reason. And there's never been a better time to get some. Get 20% off IKEA salt and mattresses. IKEA, love your home.
Welcome back. A psychologist or a psychiatrist will do that, or a mental therapist um, will do that. They will go back and way back in time because most of the time it's really under the surface is what's wrong with the individual. And if you can deal with that and try to attack that, then you can move forward. There's a lot of times people haven't dealt with their past issues for them to move forward. I totally understand. I do. Uh, and coming from a friend, you know, you really it's really hard for a friend to do that because they don't want to risk the relationship. Absolutely. So, yes, you know, because it does, you do have to dive deep into your past to really know what the problem is. So it is, it yeah. is very difficult for a friend to do that. And so they do need to seek out a professional. Yes, and not even just that, too. Um, um, uh-huh. Not even just that, but you you never know what you're opening a door to, you know, PTSD. And that mm-hmm. exists. So you oh, have yeah. to be careful when you're, you know, and I say these to friends, you have to be careful when you play psychologist or psychiatrist because you have to be able to deal with the person once you open the door on past history and what they open to you about. Because you never know what door you're opening and what kind of damage that may be happening at the moment. So being a friend, you don't know what you just did. So as a professional, we know what steps, the necessary steps to take so we can avoid any yeah. type of uh, mental uh, damaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because PTSD is a whole different territory. Very much so. Um, very very much, so. much. It's a whole different diagnosis. Yeah. What would you say has been your biggest challenge in this profession? It, you know, because I am a caregiver by nature, you know, and I, and I think the emotions... And 
it's because I care about everyone. Not that I'm going to go home with you and I know that your situation is going to transparency with me. The fact is that I care about people and their mental state of mind. So I always have to have with my partner, Dr. Grant, we, are, um, we always have to give therapy to each other, you know, and it's good to talk to another therapist or psychologist of what uh, about your client or something that, you know, just make sure that you handle the situation well. So I kind of release it. So I think that's at the beginning of stages, those were challenging for me because you would take those in and you're like, you know, you want to save the world, but sometimes you, you just can't. But if I could save one, I'd be great. But, of course, I'm trying to save many. <laughs> I just many. have to yeah, you are. I, 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 I want to save them all. <laughs> you want to take them you all know, under I your wing. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. And that's, that's the way that's I would be, you know. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. It's challenging. I want to give them all a hug and say everything's going to be all right. Just let it go and let's let's continue to live life and enjoy. But um, sometimes that's not the case. So I need to talk to my peer and um, I need to have, um, you know, it's kind of like we have the, you know, therapy within ourselves and on the professional level, but we're letting it go. So it's always great. And we do that um, at least once a once month we actually do that because you're, it's easier to do it that way because you talk about several right. different cases. So, right. And um, so, yeah, that was a challenge, the emotion thing. But like I said, that that was. But I'm I'm pretty much handling that. I've been in it for a minute now. So, yeah. That would be my challenge. I I have to say, yeah. because I'm I, mm-hmm. I'm like the motherly type, um, the caregiver. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have, if you've always been a caregiver, uh, I would say being a psychologist. Mm, that would be tough a role for me to fit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would exactly. definitely want to take everybody home with me. Come on, here's your bunk. Yes. Your, uh, I'll be there for you exactly. in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and, and it's really, and I do. I, I mean, I have to say, I, I vibe with that. With your, you know, when you say that, because there's times when you you get someone and you just you just want to try to help. And it, and mm-hmm. sometimes you can get even as a, a psychologist, you can be a little impatient. Like I want to help them now. I want them to feel relief, you know, now. Yes. But it does take time. You're listening to the Bev Moore Show. We'll be back after the break. What is Coca Cola? Is it an excuse to get together? Since 1886, Coca Cola has been passing on smiles from generation to generation. We've been giving kids scholarships, like the early birds and the all-nighters. And you get to enjoy what matters most. Coca-Cola. Drink up. This is perfect Come kiss me one more time I couldn't dream this up Even if I tried You and me in this moment Feels like magic, don't I'm right where I wanna be 
Everybody's talking about heaven like they just can't wait to go Saying how it's gonna be so good, so beautiful Lying next to you, in this bed with you I ain't convinced, cause I don't know how I don't know how heaven, heaven could be better than partner, Dr. Grant, Brian Grant. He is wonderful. He's been in the, the industry of um, psychology over 50 years. <laughs> so that's, that's, one, that's, that's wonderful. That's my partner. Over 50 years. So he's yeah, you been got that wealth of knowledge. I, yes. I have, oh my goodness, and I just, I, I'm just holding on tight because I want him to give me everything he knows, and he does. So I'm just very blessed. I am serious. I, I have to say that I am so God blessed because, you know, God found the right one for me, and he's been with me probably since my um, practicum and intern and then became my partner. Isn't that something? I, I mean, honestly, so you it's clicked. just wonderful. You, really, you instantly clicked, right? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, oh. I just, you know, it's like, it's, it, you know what, it feels like storytelling when he talks, <laughs> because I'm like, okay, tell me more. Oh, my and I God. ask, and I throw it at him, you know what I mean? I throw him, I throw it out at him. And I, I mean, I just throw it right at him, and I'm like, okay, what's this? And yes, oh, what about this? And oh, yes, and, we'll, and then we have great dialogue, and you know, and we help each other. So don't, you know, he feeds off of what I'm telling him and stuff. And we do. We all have our challenges. I mean, I'm uh -huh. half his age. I mean, you know, like I said, and he has so much knowledge. And I, I just, you know, I'm just very um, amazed that uh, <laughs> I found a great one. I mean, a great one. So, you know, I'm, I'm very so happy for you. 
so happy yes, for you. Thank because you. That, that's a big interesting. I mean, that really does help with the success of your career to have yes. a great partner, someone you can rely on, a mentor. He, he's Absolutely. become your mentor. Absolutely. Yeah. He is. He is my mentor. Yeah. Yes, he is. I, I said I Absolutely. call him that too. <laughs> he's your mentor. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, and we all need a mentor. We all need a mentor. I Very have a mentor. So, so I yeah. know exactly where you're coming from. Wow. Absolutely. When, mm-hmm. when working <laughs> with your patients, um, what type of counseling sessions do you feel most at ease with? You know what? And it's really interesting to say that I feel ease and anything I do. And when I say mm-hmm. that, it's that, you know, I want, you can have a client see that a sex offender. And I say that because there's people that will feel as unable to hear a sex offenders, you know, they have why they are who they are. And I've, I come with a background of criminal justice as well. So I have about, what, three degrees in, in law. And yeah, I one thing that. about it, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, um, and because one day I wanted to be a criminologist at that time in my years, they, they didn't um, really have it available at the time. So I would have to either travel far, far, and it just wasn't going to work. But psychology was on the, on the rise as well. But here's the thing. I don't, I thought that would be challenging, but it's really mm-hmm. not. You know, and when you start diving into why a person acts the way they are, I mean, they act in behavior, then you start to look at it like, okay, I'm not giving no reason or right or wrong of what they're doing. What I'm saying, I'm trying to understand the behavior of it, and that's what's right. important. So I don't feel uncomfortable with it. It's the reason they do it. And if you take your time, and, and just, like I said, there's no judging in my box because I can't. You know, I'm not biased mm-mm, about it. And, and if it's right. something that I'm going to be able, can't handle, then I have to refer them out. Then I can't take that client because my bias is going to come into play and I can't do it. And I know if that was the case, then I'm going to be a professional and refer that individual out. So most of the time, well, actually, I never referred them out. I didn't need to. So I've not actually did that yet. So I'm not sure if it's going to come. But I haven't did that. So I have not received a, um, uh, dealt with a situation that was too challenging for me, and I couldn't handle it. That's awesome. That's, that really is. It shows your self-confidence. Well, yeah, thank you so much. But, you know, the 15 years of education kind of narrowed it down. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> sure it does. I yes. have to say, they put you through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take that easy. away. <laughs> no, yeah, we're not going to take that easy. away. No, no. Yes, I see. No. I can see that. That's all I have well, to say. <laughs> right. We're going to take that. We're going to take that in. You're listening to the Bev Moore Show. We'll be back after the break. More shopping. You should watch your spending, honey. I'm saving with Liberty Mutual, Mom. They customize your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Check it out. You could save $700 just by switching. Ooh. I'll look into that. Let me put a reminder on my phone. Save $700. Pick up Dad from airport. 
Oh, only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty.
and welcome back. Well, during your during your counseling session, what nonverbal cues do you look for? Nonverbal cues, and you mean in the reaction? Nonverbal I'm cues. Sorry. You know when? Yeah, nonverbal cues. What do you look for? Well, you say nonverbal cues, cues, right? Like tips. Yeah, when you're like when you're doing your uh, yeah. yeah when you're doing your session. You know, well, you know, you can tell by body language, you know, with their body language. Mm-hmm. What what do you look for? Well, I don't look for anything, really. I mean, I'm not in there looking for something because then I already label them. So I have to say I, I'm not looking for anything. It depends. I'll give you an example. Like if I have a, a couple that's um, a marriage couple and you, one, want to seek counsel and the other one don't. So it would be not fair for me to say, okay, this one's going to be a little attitude or they're going to, you know, their language will come off a little hesitant because they're the one that mm-hmm. didn't seek counseling. The other person did. So I'm not looking for it. It, it might happen, but I'm not looking for it. So when you come into okay. Dr. Malika Clary, um, you know, office, you're both going to get treated the same. Whoever seeks it, who doesn't? But if you're stuck to become agitated, then it's not uh, that I'm looking for it. It's happening in front of me because you're already agitated because someone's telling you what they don't like and you're already offensive. That's the problem. But I, I really, I don't label or look for I guess I should rephrase it. Not that you're looking for it. It's cues mm-hmm. that you find during your therapy. What I find that, is that someone... Yes, good. Yeah, that's what I mean. I should have rephrased okay. that because it, it's, it's cues that you see during your therapy mm-hmm. that yes. that help you during your session. Right. I should have rephrased it. Okay. No, thank you. Um, you know what? What it is is that if you have a client that doesn't want to be there, and there, there goes the uncomfortable feeling right there. For them. Gotcha. Because they're, they're not the one wanted to be there. So here's the signs that I see. If it gets to a point that it's very agitated to that one individual, I will separate them. And I will have to reschedule and see them both separately until we can meet again together. Why? Because ah. we're not going to make any progress with them both going at it. Because you know what? A lot of people want to talk over each other, especially in couples. They want to get their word out. They have to get their point across. That's great. You're going to get it. I'm going to allow it. But it's a time out. Let the other person talk and let them get everything they want out of that question because, you know, it, it is a question I ask. You know, we all have some kind of questions, and I just want them to go to that one question and just answer it, and then we go to the next question. So it's kind of like your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. And that, it's like being a referee, and it's exactly what it is. And if it can't happen, then I have to separate the two. And that's anything, and it, even if it's a family, if it's children or, you know, young teenagers, I have to separate them. I would have to do that. I get it. I'm I not, get it. Yes, I'm not exactly, yeah. So there you go. That's that's, yeah. that's what I look. You can't. At. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't bring that on animosity all in one room because it's just. Yeah, you're not going to get anything accomplished. Nothing because accomplished. You're, you're, yeah, I can yeah. understand that. 
Um, You're doing exactly the same thing at home. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not getting getting anywhere. Right. Nope. But that answers my question. I get that. Right. You're listening to the Bev Moore Show. We'll be back after the break. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. The Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. It's a beautiful day she's been crying all night. All there's tears in her blues. Bloodshot in mine. This bender's been bending, it's hellbound to break My baby's had all she can take So mister, I'll take your roses If you cut off the thorns, you can't take no more I'll buy violets and daisies to hide all the crazy It's gonna take all you've got Oh, it's a bad day for love But a good day for flower shops Well, I took some pills she took the dogs, oh, it's all gone to hell She's gone to her mom's And I took up drinking since she took the time To tell me I took the best years of her life So buddy, I'll take your roses if you cut off the thorns, she can't take no more I'll buy violets and daisies to hide all the crazy It's gonna take all you got It's a tough day for love, but a good day for flowers Violets are blue I don't need one I need one million to Get you So mister I take your own If you cut off the thorns You can't take no more I'll buy violets and daisies to get back my baby It's gonna take all you've got Oh, it's a bad day for love But a good day 
flower and welcome back. Well, can you tell me a moment when you assisted a client in becoming more open, and how did you manage to do it? Well, let me know what you want to talk about, and here's my reaction. Mm-hmm. And it's more asking them, what reaction are you looking for? It's just having a conversation. Because most mm-hmm. of the time, you have clients that know exactly what they want and know exactly what they want to do, but they just need you to try to connect the dots. So I say that as paraphrasing and re-listening, you know, active listening is where, what I want to say. When you actively listen, then you can hear what someone's saying. And sometimes they're not asking you to fix their problems. They really are just venting, too. And most people, when they do hear that, they think that they're asking you to solve their situation. It really is not. They, they're asking you just to listen. And they just probably can fix it themselves. Yes. Right. So, that's, you yeah. know, that's the case a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Would you explain what DSM we always hear that term, but I want to hear it from you, what it is and how it is used by psychologists in practice. DSM? Are you? DSM. Oh. DSM, yes. Are you talking about the, uh, the disorders books? Oh, yes. diagnosis and statistics yes. and mental disorder. Oh, manual. Yes, those are all the disorders and the... Well, if you have the, uh, if you need to write a disorder, you know, it's mainly for catalogization. So basically, if you go ahead and you put down a specific diagnosis, you have to use mm-hmm. that book because that is the book to label what we identified as PTSD or what, what levels they have and what this is, um, what kind of strength they are. Are at what level they well is that really at what level they are at at that moment, and um, and it's mainly it's used for medical terms and billing too, so that's mm-hmm. mainly why we do that. So sometimes people don't understand it because when you go with your insurance and you have to put the numbers down, those are the books that we have to correlate it to. So that's what it is. It's the identity of the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And then we have other CPT, too, coding, um, coding and billing, and we have that as well, that you also would connect that as well with the DSM um, disorder manual book as well. Yeah, because we hear that term a lot, and you always wonder, you know, how did the psychologist diagnose it? How do they come up with the diagnosis, or, or how does that work? And so it's just interesting to hear that from you as a professional. Yes, because it's a book that you always, it's just like any, it's a book if you're the CP, I was a CPA or something, and you're doing taxes, there's a book that right. does taxes, and you go looking for codes, and what code would this fall under? So it's the same, it's the same as the, the diagnosis, the DSM book as well. It's the same as gotcha. finding the diagnosis that this person is, um, you know, they are displaying. So if they have a personality disorder, then, you know, what kind, what level, what are they mentioning? There's, there's numbers to go with that. 
And that's how gotcha. we look at it because they all have this person, is, um, you know, they are displaying. So if they have a personality oh. disorder, then, you know, what kind, what level, what are they mentioning? There's, there's numbers to go with that. And that's how gotcha. we look at it because they all have, it's almost still like a dictionary. They all have different dictionary um, um, definitions to apply. Because you can't just gotcha. say, oh, all of them are cute or they're specific or, or you know, this is that. There's other people that got four or five disorders in one. You can have a personality oh disorder. You can wow. have a, you can be leveled as depression. You can have anxiety. You can have, you know, there's so many that could be in one person. So we, yeah, how we level them out and we read the definitions and then we, we make sure that we're clear. Because one thing about me, I, I really, and this is a, a lot of professionals too that I have to say, but I only know so many, and that we want to be very careful when you diagnose an individual because you're labeling them as that individual. And so we be very careful to make sure that if this person does have a disorder or a personality disorder, and make sure the numbers, it, it, it's going to be accurate towards that individual. Mm-hmm. And so we make sure that, so that's where the book really comes into play because some of them is in a minor. It may a minor of a disorder. It may not be, you know, the full blown. So there's different numbers and categories that would fit that description. Gotcha. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That's that's good info to hear. Yes. You're listening to the Bev Moore Show. We'll be back after the break. Don't take advantage of the beauty all around us Oh, more than often Take each other's time for granted Cause we're always around us Oh yeah Like the blue skies We don't appreciate the sun until it rains Oh, we never do Try to see it
a beautiful, beautiful love Love, love, that's who you are What a beautiful, beautiful love Love, love, that's who you are Yeah Your heart is great Yeah, my heart is yours Wouldn't have it any other way That's what we're made for What a beautiful, beautiful love talked about psychology, I want to talk about the arts and entertainment industry mm-hmm. that you're involved with. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a whole different, uh, whole different species, but, I mean, you're a talented actress, director, and writer, and... Yeah, You've worked with uh, such companies as Dynasty Inc. and Next mm-hmm. Entertainment. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. You've appeared in numerous television series, including Greenleaf, Nashville, and The Resident. And what, what do you want to tell us about this, all this experience you have with uh, entertainment? Well, you know, it's interesting because it actually fell in my lap with the entertainment industry going back to age 13 because um, I was a cheerleader for in my middle school and my director, she was actually a cheerleading coach and she was the theater coach or theater director. So I don't know what she saw in me that wanted to ask me to play the main role in this play. So I said, okay, have your time. And she thought, I, I, yeah, I was just like, oh, wow, this is interesting. This is a different thing. But didn't know how I was going to perform. But I, I enjoyed it, and I actually did very well. So it opened the door from then, then on, and I did modeling and acting and um, whatever else was available in the entertainment industry. But what I did do is I left the industry for about 15 years. And I liked it. It was a natural, was something I did enjoy. But what I didn't enjoy about it, is, and, then, and I have to give you a little bit of spill about that because that's what led me to come back to the industry is what I'm doing now. Um, I, left about, I left the industry because there was too many sexual invitations, and I didn't want to sacrifice my soul, basically, just to get ahead in the entertainment industry. And it could be a woman or male, but I'm going to talk about that I'm a female, so it was uh, happening to me, and I didn't like mm-hmm. that. So I got out of the industry. And um, 
I want to say about maybe 15 years later, I got back in the industry. The only reason why I got back in the industry is because um, I did go through a bad divorce, and um, the person is an attorney, and his friends are judges and lawyers. And I'm not from the state of Indiana. I'm from Boston, so I moved to Indiana. And what happened was I got a divorce. Now, you know, most of the time, if you don't get along, you know, you move on. And, you, you know, if you try, whatever the case may be. And I understand the, the, the ex-husband and how he mentally might have been hurt because we are going off separate ways. But what I don't understand is that your friends as lawyers and judges and how they can come into a situation that has nothing to do with them. If you're going to divorce us, divorce us. That's all you need to do. If you're going to argue on one behalf, then argue on his behalf, but you don't need to take my situation home with you. So his friends got personal, and they did a lot of bad things to me mentally and illegal, illegally. And so what made me go back is because of what they did to me was the last straw. Um, I allowed my son to be baptized, and nothing in our decree said that we couldn't allow our children or our child, because we only got one together, to be baptized. Nothing. So, and plus, that's a religion, a, a, a person's right to religion. Even if it's a child, we can only influence our children to be baptized or whatever, but you really shouldn't be picking their religion for them because they are a person. They have their own right. When they get older, they can decide that. But we can influence until then. You're listening to The Bev Moore Show. We'll be back. After the break. Tyler, have you tried these Doritos loaded yet? What? I haven't even seen these before. Well? What do you The nacho cheese snack for the bowl. Doritos loaded. Get them at 7-Eleven and only at 7-Eleven. And welcome back. So, long story uh-huh. short, my child wanted to go with his older sister. I allowed it. There's nothing wrong with that. I was more concerned about the third child that didn't get up. Not these two. Okay, so that's my thing. I was more concerned about the third child that didn't get up and wanted to go and get baptized. So, he actually went, and two years later... I hear this in court that you you wasn't supposed to allow your son to go and ba- get baptized. Now that doesn't make sense. They were just mad because I got rid of some judges off my case, and I know how to remove them. If you're not doing your job, then you gotta go. And that's what I did. So they was trying to mentally abuse me, and they called that abuse of discretion in the court, and that's what they did. So I ended up protesting. I was going to go to jail for 24 hours. And I said, oh, wow, I'm going to jail <laughs> for this. This is interesting. <laughs> so I protested. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, it's kind of weird, but I ended up protesting, and the judge got off the case. He recused himself because I did ask him to recuse himself. And um, I filed a tort claim as well, so that helped just to get him off. And then um, after that, because I, I uh, you know, just opened the door to a voice that I forgot I had, I realized that I I, uh, I like what I'm doing, and I want to make a change. And going through and um, through entertainment does just that. You're allowed to speak your mind. 
And that's when I developed YouTube videos and went back to acting. And somebody, a couple of my friends said, hey, why don't you go and check these gigs out? You know, go and get a part. And I did. I went to New York and did all that and got them. And here I am. And then, um, you know, I started, uh, well, I think I started writing the movie, but actually it was supposed to be a book. The Three Corners of Deception is actually the movie, but it was a book, really. And then it wasn't going to be a movie. But then because life just progressed, and it just happened the way it did, I ended up making a movie into it. Three Corners of Deception, based on true events of what I went through. I mean, just a awesome. snippet of what I went through, but 10 years you can never put in two hours and 19 minutes in a movie. No, but thank no, you. Thank you for that. <laughs> but I did no. my best. I, I sure did. I, I'm not going to kid. If that was the case, <laughs> it would be a very long movie. No one go home. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, you know. I did my you, best. <laughs> you did your best. You know, you wrote, directed, and acted in your yeah. own film. Yes. Yeah. The Three Corners yes, of is. Deception. Is that is that related yeah. in 2018? Actually, yes. It is. It came out 2021 in selective theaters because we were going through the COVID. So, we didn't want to bring it out full-blown. So, this year, 2023 we are going to bring it out publicly in screaming networks. Right now, we don't know yet, but it's coming. So, I, you know, I let people know. Follow the page, Three Corners of Deception, because it is coming 2023. We are going to release it, release the film 100%. But, yes, I we only did selective theaters. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You have to keep me, you have to keep me in the loop. In oh, yeah. the loop. Yeah. So, I can, so I can promote and keep... Keep everybody updated that, that I know. Oh, that I would be great. It. And, you know, you've it. won awards, yeah. numerous awards, um, film festivals, yeah. uh, yeah. Toronto International Women Film Festival, yeah. Royal Wolf Film Awards, mm-hmm. and yeah. Green Texture International Film Festival. Uh, is that related yeah. to uh, your television series and, uh, and the film that you've done? Is that related to um, It's related to Three Corners of Deception movie. So the, the movie gotcha. received 74 recognitions worldwide. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Very much well, so. I, I thought so, too. Because I'm like, incredible. you know, when you, think yes. about, you, yes, when you think about what you went through, and, you know, don't get me wrong, I love all the recognitions, but when you've been through something, and people are just really, either they're sympathetic to what you've been through, or they're just like, wow, interesting. They've really Isn't absorbed it. it. They've yeah. absorbed it. And, exactly. And you've been, able, you've been able to really help people with your story. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's what it's all about. That's, yes, how, that's exactly. how you're giving. And, and I, I admire that. I really do. Thank you. So, and, you it. know, my, my, my next question was, what do you have planned next in entertainment? Well, you just told me. In 2023, you're getting ready to blow it up. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to blow it up. You going to blow it I up. I want to release. I do. I want to blow it up worldwide, <laughs> everywhere. I really do because I really want it to shine and release it because, you know, it's it's also a flow technique for me to release this mentally because it's something I've been yes. through. 
and to let this go. Absolutely. This is a so this absolutely. is my releasing. This is oh, uh, you know, I'm, absolutely. Releasing. I'm so proud of you. So excited for Thank you. you. And I wish you, you much, much success. I know, I know it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. All right. And I just, and also, Malika, I want to thank you so much for being my guest on the Bevmore Show. And thank and, you. And also continued success as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I am Bev Moore. And thank you for listening in to the Bev Moore Show.